0: This is the Sheep Guarding Llama Podcast for Thursday, January 19th, 2006. I'm your host, Scott Allen Miller, and this is episode 42. Crazy, which we got from the Podsafe Music Network, which you, which you can find online at music.podshow.com. Alright, welcome to the show. It's episode 42. Can you believe we have done 42 podcasts already? This is uh, it's incredible. It's really cool. Um, unfortunately, Domenica has still not been able to do the show. She's been very busy. Uh, she finds uh, working uh, very exhausting, along with everything else we do with, in our lives. Um, she is working uh, 10-hour days, uh, four days a week on a very odd shift, and so it, uh, it conflicts with a lot of things, so it's pretty tough to work around. So I often get to podcast while she's at work. Uh, like now, for example. Um, So that's why she hasn't been on the show. She will be back at some point. Uh, She did decide that she really did enjoy the podcasting that we did uh, from Disney World, which I think a lot of people really liked. We had a lot of uh, uh, listeners during that time. And uh, she has decided that our plan is... Uh, to continue podcasting every time we're out of town, anytime we go someplace. Uh, Maybe not Maryland, but everywhere else, uh, because we're in Maryland all the time. Um, And so I can announce that the plan is currently, and this should be pretty cool, because there's going to be lots of podcasting um, topics and opportunity. Uh, But somewhere around the weekend of February 25th, which is, unfortunately, my pending 30th birthday, uh, coming up on us very soon. In fact, just over four weeks away, uh, just under five weeks. So, uh, it's getting close. Uh, I'm not sure how I feel about it yet, but, uh, uh, I'll be the big three zero and, uh, Uh, So for my birthday, it's on a weekend, my birthday's on a Saturday, I think, Uh, Dominica and I are uh, hopping the Amtrak line in Rochester and taking it out to Chicago. We both really like trains, and uh, Dominica's never taken a long ride on a train. She's taken um, Subway in a couple cities, she's ridden the Via line, which runs in, I believe it's Via, that runs from uh, uh, like Burlington into Toronto, Uh, so it's a really, really short commuter, light Rail, um, but we're taking the the full-blown Amtrak for eleven and a half hours from Rochester to Chicago, which is one of the best lines you can take from this region. Because if you were to drive to Chicago, it takes 10 and a half, 11 hours easy. You got to go through Canada to make it that fast, so you get the border crossings, which are much more difficult now, um, and the drive is really boring. Whether you take the uh, the Ontario Panhandle or if you go across. Um, uh, Northern Indiana and Ohio. It is a boring, boring trip. So the train should be really cool to make the train even cooler. We're able to leave at, uh, the, the train leaves ten forty five at night and arrives at nine thirty AM. Sounds awful, but we're able to get a sleeper car. And the sleeper is, uh, it, the two of us get one like hotel room, uh, on the train to ourselves. We don't get a private bath. You have to pay a lot for that, but you do get a shower and everything. It's just not a private one. Um, and uh you get uh, meals are included and it's just really cool so for 11 hour train trip we get to she gets out of work we go straight to the train station hop the train and get our hotel room everything's included waste no time and at 9:30 we walk out into downtown chicago ready to go for the for the whole uh weekend Really, really cool. So we're hoping we can get, like, a whole three days in Chicago. And then the train brings us back to Rochester. The same deal. We leave at night. It's not exactly the same time, but it's pretty close. And we arrive in Rochester, I think, at 8.30 in the morning uh, when we get back. Uh, several days later so she'll be able to go straight to work after having slept on the train again so we're, we're totally uh, thinking it's going to be really really cool we're going to try podcasting from the train because uh, we have power because when you get the, the sleeper car you get uh, electrical outlets and all that to yourself so we can definitely plug in the laptop and do stuff from the train so I don't know how the audio quality will be but it will definitely be cool uh, talking on the train and, and we'll get you pictures from Chicago and uh, it'll be a lot of fun uh, speaking of pictures from Chicago my plan is to have a new camera by then Uh, so maybe we'll get some really cool Chicago pictures. Uh, I've been finally admitting to myself that I can't keep using film anymore Uh, my my little uh, point and shoot camera my uh, my Kodak that a lot of you have seen pictures from and uh, that, the, that a lot of the videos we've done is from uh, just an EasyShare CX 7530. Uh, it's like a hundred and fifty dollar camera, or so it's really nice. I love it. It's great, um, but it's not a it's not a serious camera. Uh, I used to be a photojournalist for a little while. I worked for a newspaper out here uh connected with the uh, Batavia News, which is part of the Gannett group. I used to do uh, sports photography and covers and stuff, which was really cool. For years, I was really into photography. Uh, so I have um, not a pro rig, but a, a, pr- a really advanced amateur uh, SLR rig. got two SLRs, uh, six or seven lenses, tripod, uh, filters. I used to do my own darkroom work, uh, black and white and color processing. Um uh, the whole nine yards. I've done competitions with Kodak. Uh, took classes at Kodak when I was in my uh, late teens. Um, so it, it's I'm pretty into photography as far as amateurs go, and uh, I've I've been using film all this time for my serious shots. And I've finally gotten to the point where I'm not spending the time with it that justifies that cost, and I'm not keeping equipment up to date uh, to really make it worth it. And uh, Everything that I want to do with pictures is on the computer, so I'm finding myself this week busy scanning all my old slides uh, from over the years on a slide scanner that I borrowed from my father. Uh, I'm scanning them into the computer, and, uh, and I'm noticing that the quality is not that high, not because of the slides, but because of the scanning process. And uh, it's unfortunate because now I know that, well, at some point I really should buy a nice scanner to save these pictures and uh, have them in the form that they should really be in. But that's a lot of money to invest, so I don't know if it's going to be worth it. Um, And uh, so the first thing I thought of is, oh, any new pictures that I take now that are film I'm going to have to go through this process to convert them because I don't use prints. Uh, Sure, I make, you know, every so often I print something out to put it in a frame and put on the wall, but those times are very few and far between. But lots and lots of pictures I use online all the time, whether I just store them on my desktop to look at myself, or I I share them on Flickr, I put some on Sheep Llama, they're all over the place. I use images all the time. So... Uh, I'm finding that my my cheap Kodak point-and-shoot is turning out better pictures than my really nice Nikon SLR just because I have no way to get them in a good way onto the computer. So I I made the decision, I have some uh, birthday and Christmas money saved up, that I'm going to move to uh, a Nikon uh, D50 uh, digital SLR. I'm just going to bite the bullet and do it. So... uh, uh, I'm hoping that by the time we go to Chicago, I will have that, and I can get you amazing pictures of Chicago. It'll be a lot of fun, and uh, we'll podcast about it, and uh, I, many of you know we have a new video camera, so maybe we can even do some live vlogging. Uh, the the whole multimedia on vacation thing uh, is really cool. I think you guys like it, we definitely like it, so that is the plan. And uh, for anyone who is shopping for a digital camera, uh, I've put a lot of time into it in the past couple of days, and definitely the Nikon D50 currently looks like uh, the camera to get. And if you think it's really really expensive, you've been shopping around, check out Abes of Maine uh, who is a major, major retailer, good reputation. Um, they have that camera for uh, the body only, which for those of you who are not familiar with SLRs, the lenses are separate. So when you talk about the camera it does not include a lens. Um, but the price of the camera is uh, is really good. It's $513 right now, which everybody thinks they're, they're outrageously expensive. And that that is a bit of money but uh it's a, it's just an amazing uh photographic tool and then you can get them with a lens you can save some money by getting them together uh and it's only like $100 more i think it's uh, i think it's exactly $100 more actually 613 um you can get it with a real nice um wide angle zoom lens that goes from like normal to to fairly wide angle um for those of you who aren't familiar with digital uh it's not a 35mm film format obviously so the the focal lengths of the of the lenses are not exactly the same as they were before so uh the lens you can get for a 100 bucks i'm actually looking at the abes of maine website and for those of you don't know how to get there it's it's www.abesofmaine.com a-b-e-s-o-f-m-a-i-n-e.com uh and uh, they're one of the big sellers. They're outside New York State, which is awesome because you don't have to pay taxes in New York State. I haven't actually ordered from them online, but uh, you didn't used to have to pay taxes. That was the reason why you used them instead of a New York City dealer. So they're they're big on shipping to New York. Um, but their prices are great. I shopped around a bunch of places, and their prices on this particular camera are blowing everybody away. So if you're looking for one, uh, get it. But uh, the lens that you can get for that good deal uh, is an 18 to 55 millimeter. For those familiar with 35mm uh, film, Uh, that is, that sounds like a super wide angle and it's not, it's roughly the equivalent of a a 28 to 80 millimeter lens, uh, which is really, really typical kind of a mid range lens, uh, for, for 35 mil SLR folks. Um, so it's just kind of a, a general purpose lens. Most people don't need anything wider angle than that. Um, but, uh. So it's a little bit confusing if you're not used to it. Uh, You need to know how that works. Alright, before I talk for too incredibly long without a break, I know everybody loves all the great music that we bring to you, and uh, today's no exception. Uh, Next up, also from Podsafe, is Alice Marie from the Angels Near Master album. This is Bray the Guitar. I wear boots But
1: I don't Bye. a
0: Marie with Bring the Guitar uh, another awesome song from the Podsafe Music Network uh, alright well I said earlier that uh, Dominican and I really like trains and uh, we're really excited about taking Amtrak out to uh, Chicago which is you know for those of you who haven't done it is a really economical way to travel and trains are really really safe the only problem is uh, depending on where you live, they may not go to places where you want to go. That's a, that's actually a pretty big issue with uh, rail travel in the United States. That they, There's not a lot of connectors. So if you want to go from, like, say, Rochester, where I live, to Pittsburgh, which is a pretty close city, uh, according to Amtrak, there's not even a way to get there. Um, there is, but you have to schedule it yourself, and there's no connectors. So you have to take a train from Rochester to Cleveland, and then wait there half a day, and then catch a completely separate, unrelated train that goes from... Uh, Cleveland down to pittsburgh so it's it 's tough to coordinate if your routes aren 't specifically uh, targeted at traffic from. Uh, One location to the other, so uh, that can be that can be a little bit difficult. But if you happen to find routes that are that are specifically uh, targeted at the area that you live in, uh, train travel can be really really wonderful. It's it's decently fast on a lot of routes, and uh, it's not very expensive. And it's you know the safety is is great because you know planes are safer than cars, but trains are way safer than than planes. and uh, good for the environment, and it's very casual, you can read easily, uh, it's not um, hectic like like flying, so I'm just a big fan of trains. Uh, but uh, just recently, in the last couple weeks, I have introduced uh, Dominica to uh, the idea of model railroading. When I first told her about it, she was like, oh, I'm not into toy trains, I'm like, whoa, 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 it's not toy trains. These are model trains, this is different than what you're used to, and uh, it took a little bit of convincing, but uh, once I got her to realize what uh, model railroading was, uh, she got totally excited about it, and uh, recently we've been really into it, so we've been doing quite a bit with uh, model railroading over the last uh, couple weeks, and I think I mentioned it on the show, but I actually don't remember, Uh, believe it or not, after I record the show, I kind of forget everything that happened on the show, so... uh, that kind of sucks because i'm not really uh kind of tuned into the show the way that uh probably a lot of you are because you're you're listening to it i'm just kind of talking at you so it's uh it's, it's a little bit isolated i think if a person was sitting here and i was telling them stuff uh it would uh occur to me a little bit more what i had said uh which i i can't explain but that's how i feel about it anyway uh so we've been doing a bunch of modeling we've checked out some shops uh and um uh, we got a bunch of uh, supplies, and we've been doing some models, and we just the other day managed to finish uh, our very first uh, structure that we modeled. And let me tell you, it takes a lot of work. It's been a long time since I've done this. It took uh, just over a week of working uh, pretty much every day, one to two hours a day between the two of us, on putting this model together of a railroad hotel. It's a model in N scale from model power. Cost costs about $20, I think, And uh, but we had to paint it. Uh, which Dominica did, and we had to assemble it, which was a lot of gluing and very, very careful holding and uh, uh, cutting and, and everything else. And it was just a lot of work, but it turned out really, really well. We haven't put decals on yet because we want to do custom decals. Uh, and this is for our very first layout that we're doing together, uh, which is a 40-inch by 60-inch uh, kind of... It's a, we, we have a book that shows us how to make this layout, and we're doing it so we can learn all the different skills as we go. So uh, we think it's going to be a lot of fun. Um, so we're now working on the second building, which is not nearly as easy or as nice as the first one. Unfortunately, we kind of spoiled ourselves. The first one turned out really, really well, and this next one, the kit isn't uh, up to par. It's a lot less expensive, and uh, but uh, we've been having fun with that. So it's been it's been really cool. So we're kind of excited about trains and Amtrak kind of fits into it. So we're thinking that a trip to Chicago on the train will fit right in with the whole train thing. Uh, we haven't come up with how we're going to have a layout in the house or if we're going to, uh, because we do have a very small townhouse and having a train layout in it is, uh, uh, very space prohibitive as it is. We've been struggling to come up with any space for anything. It's just been terrible. Uh, ever since we moved in, we've been absolutely desperate for, for any place to put anything. Nothing has a spot. Uh, if anything has to be worked on like i always have computers that i'm working on we have nowhere to put them they end up in the middle of the living room in the middle of my office um the dog has a, a, this big pillow that he sleeps on it ends up all over the house in the middle of things you're tripping over uh, there's just no spare space at all and at some point we're going to get a bunch of shelves that's going to help but with a house this size uh, at no point do we ever have enough space it's always going to be a struggle um And, uh, so we're working on it. We're trying to learn not to buy things, uh, that take up space. And, uh, so it's, it's tough. Uh, so train layout, we would love to have one. We'd love to have a lot of them. Uh, no idea how we're going to do that yet. So, uh, stay tuned. But, um, uh, so that's, that's kind of been the big thing going on. We've been kind of focused on that as a hobby, uh, recently, um, And uh, I wish that I had uh, more to tell you. It's such a slow-moving hobby that I can tell you we're, we're really interested in it. We've been putting in a lot of time... But we've finished one model. so I have so far gotten, uh, I've been doing some very frugal shopping on eBay, and I won two engines uh, at really good prices. One is, I've I've always been a fan of Burlington Northern, uh, for those of you who don't know who they are. Uh, Chicago, Burlington, and Quincy was a big railroad in the Chicago area um, since the 1800s, and uh, they were always uh, red and silver with big, Burlington written on the side. And in uh, 1970, they merged with uh, Great Northern and Northern Pacific, changed the name to Burlington Northern, uh, painted green, white, and black on all their trains. Uh, which was a really, really gorgeous scheme for trains. Their trains were really, really handsome. Um, And that is, so from 1971 until uh, sometime pretty recently, the the green and black with the white lettering scheme was what they had. And uh, when I modeled uh, uh, N-Scale way back in the mid-'80s, that's what I did, my father did, uh, back in like 1972. So right after the merger, he did HO, uh, Burlington Northern, and I did Burlington Northern in the 80s, so I already had some in the 80s. Uh, so I I managed to find a switcher engine, which is a real small uh, Burlington from uh, pr- the pre-merger, so it's the red, uh, but it matches my, my Burlington Northern stuff and uh, I got it for $16 on eBay. $16. Uh, if you get something new, often they're about 100 So this was a really, really good deal. I was pretty happy with it, and it's really cute, and uh, it should work with, with the stuff that I have uh, in kind of a logical way. But even cooler, I managed to get for only $50 um, an Atlas engine, who's a really good quality maker of N-Scale engines, uh, in Genesee and Wyoming, uh, which is the railroad that is from just a couple miles from here. I grew up in Wyoming County, and the main yard, the Retsoff yard, for the Genesee and Wyoming Railroad, was directly next to my high school. It is actually the business that touched the uh, the east side of my high school's property. And uh, the uh, if you wanted to walk to the, the corner gas station, uh, they did put in a new gas station when I was in high school that was closer, but the uh, there was a, like, a little tiny grocery store, a little mom-and-pop grocery store, that was just two or three buildings away. There was, like, a couple houses, a little bridge over the trains, and then this little gas station slash ice cream plus uh, a, a bank branch or something, a little t- tiny mom and grocery store. Uh, and a lot of kids would walk there after school either to work or to, to pick up, you know, some food or something. Um, there was a deli in there. Um... And in between there was the, the train yard for Genesee and Wyoming. So it was pretty cool that uh, this this big train yard was, was right there. And Genesee and Wyoming still operates today. They're, uh, they have been for several years the world's most profitable railroad. Uh, they have 5,500 employees now, I think. They're gigantic. And this was their headquarters. They've since moved their headquarters uh, three or four times um, to... to as they've grown, but this was where they started, uh, or for most of their lifetime, this is where they were really big, I guess that technically they did start uh, somewhere in Genesee and Wyoming County, but uh, this was kind of their home, so I managed to get, there were four engines that operate out of that train yard, uh, two big um, uh, full-size engines, number 51 and 52, I think that's right, and uh, two switchers, 45 and 46. And out of those four, three of them have been modeled by Atlas that you can buy, which is pretty cool. And uh, I got number 51, which is one of the main engines, and my goal is to also get the switchers, 50, uh, 45 and 46. Um, and uh, and it, someday I want to build a complete replica of the Redstaff yard. It would be really, really cool. But uh, for now, I'm just going to do Uh, Some regular modeling and I'm going to use them on my on my tracks, but everyone around here loves GNW and their trains are an absolutely gorgeous orange. Uh, They're really, really cool. So it's a it's a neat um, a neat railway to model. Uh, so anyway uh that's my that 's our railroading up to this point uh there will be more to come hopefully uh in the in six to twelve months, we will have videos of our first layout for you and lots of cool pictures i'm posting pictures on Flickr when I get a chance, but uh as I said, it takes a long time to get anything worthwhile so uh, if you go on there, you definitely can get pictures of um, the, the, that uh, G&W engine. I uh, got some really good ones on there, and uh, a train station that was already assembled, but Dominica painted it. That's on there as well and it looks a lot better than it did before. It's one that came with my first kit from when I was uh, 12, 13 years old. So it wasn't the best, but uh, once you painted it, you realize uh, it looks a lot better than it did when it was just plastic. So uh, we're learning. There's a a pretty steep learning curve. There's an awful lot of stuff to to learn about before you really get into modeling like this. But it's uh, it's a lot of fun. I've done it before. Uh, My dad's done it, but it's been an awfully long time. And uh, there's a lot, of new, a lot of new stuff out there, so uh, it's, it's, uh, it's pretty cool. I will keep you informed. Our last song for tonight that we're going to uh, head on out with is uh, Love After Love by Kid Music, uh, and uh, this is a, a little bit eccentric for us, uh, and not entirely in English, but uh, I thought it was pretty good, and a uh, perfect one to kind of wind down the show. So enjoy. This is Kid Music with Love After Love.
2: Thank you.